Okay. A road to demon possession. That's what I want to get into today. And I'm going to start it off with uh, the reading of Romans 1, because it's so monumental um, to what's going on. Sometimes we have to make a distinction and understand that this is a, a topic that's not really um, often spoken about uh, sermons and understanding regarding uh, demon possession and how demon possession and mental illness intersects, okay? But it's, 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 it's often considered taboo because people often don't like to talk about this. It's heavy-hitting um, conceptualization in theology, uh, without a doubt, the world is not going to understand it. Trust me, if theology has a hard time with it, um, you better believe psychology and psychiatry are going to have a hard time with it, especially with the philosophy that undergirds, you know, their thinking um, and their road to truth. So, but this is this is basically what I want to do here is I want to open up a podcast and, and maybe open up a conversation and continue talking about this because for the longest time, I've always wanted to really get a more and more full understanding of not only mental illness, okay, but also demon possession and how these two things intersect, okay? We understand that mental illness can encompass many things. It can encompass uh, anxieties. Uh, it can en encompass depressions. It can encompass, um, you know, irrational thinking, confusions, right? It can also encompass or what's called organic um, brain damage or issues. Um, it can be uh, growths in, in the brain, it could also be a cause uh, uh, of, uh, of chemical imbalances. All of these things have been uh, discussed and looked upon. Let me see if I can put a little, bit of, a little bit of groove music. Chill out. Let's do this. Hopefully it won't be too loud. Yeah. Let's, let's go with that. Okay. Um, so yeah, so you know, it's a it's a it's a confusing conversation. It's a confusing um, thing to talk about. Like we do see the extremes on one side. We see what's going on in 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 uh, in, in the Bible regarding the demoniacs, the the, the the demon possessed, and how the Lord dealt with them. Um, we see that. We see and we understand that. During the time when Christ was about to approach the earth, we noticed that there were so many that were demon-possessed. And demon possession in the land um, was so prevalent. And we wonder, well, how come we didn't hear so much about that in, a, in the Old Testament? You know? Um, but somehow, we all of a sudden, during the time of Christ, we have all of these demon-possessed people out of nowhere. And some of them even have 2,000 demons inside of them. And all this stuff is is in there. And then we see exorcist and the, the apostles uh, and even as disciples were taking demons out of people and so we don't know exactly what's going on you've got the the uh, the people that are more uh, charismatic they believe that you know sins can be the spirit of smoking the spirit of obesity the spirit of homosexuality the spirit of this the spirit of that da, 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 da. you know I may be partial cessationist I don't believe a lot of that stuff is seen uh, today 
it might be seen in other um, countries and other nations, depending on what people get into. Or it could very well be that we're not identifying it the same way. I mean, this conversation could bridge off and, and splinter into so many different deep conversations, all meaningful, you know. But I kind of wanted to do a little short snippet with the very limited amount of time I have now just to kind of start maybe like a series, a series of, of, this, of these conversations. Um, and what happened to my music? Uh, come on, man. Yeah. Okay. So, 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 you know, I kind of want to, I kind of want to, you know, first start off, uh, talking about the, uh, the, the type of demon possession that I'm talking about is the stuff that you're seeing today, today. There's craziness happening. Okay. Um, and you saw if we if we study, okay, that might be a little too loud. It's kind of distracting. Okay, if you notice what happened with the life of Judas, what does it say? We don't have a lot of information on Judas, but we know that he was a person who walked with Christ. Okay, and the the, the prophecy says that a, that 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 it was prophesied that a, a friend would lift his heel against the Messiah. So it was a person that he walked with and someone who was very, who, who, who really walked with Christ and closely. And by the fact that, that, that when he said somebody's about to betray me and everybody didn't know who it was, everybody was asking, was it me? Is it me? Is it me? In the, uh, in the New Testament? That tells me that Judas was a serious con man that only the Lord would know of, right? Because he knew, the Bible says, he knew it was in all people. Right. So we noticed that Judas was a con artist. He was a con man and he was just interested in the money bag. This is what we know about him. Then we know that towards when he was about to betray him in his final act of betrayal. It says that the devil, then the devil, the sin, Satan entered him. Okay. Satan himself. It is a demon said Satan himself entered him. Right. Okay. Well, I'm just trying. You know, I, I'm this. I'm not. This, none of this stuff is dogmatic. We can all have a shared understanding, a conversation of, of these things, and how we all read these things, because that's what the Word of God is there for—for for us all to bite out of and share and eat and edify ourselves from. Okay, so we can all kind of consider these things, right? So Satan entered him, and then he went and he betrayed the Lord. So I'm thinking, okay, if he loved Christ, if he had, he, he had to have loved him because he was so stricken as to the fact that he knew that he betrayed innocent blood, which is what he said after betraying him, so much so that he committed suicide. So he had a remorse, but he didn't have a repentance, right? We knew that the dude was completely out of control and his passions and his lust for money. And that's what what he was only concerned about. We, we also hear that he said, you know, the oil that that Mary was putting on Christ. He said, you know, why why do, why are we wait why are we wasting this perfume, expensive perfume? We could sell it and feed the poor. And and it says obviously, you know, he didn't care about the poor. He's only saying that because he was a you know he was a treasurer, 
and he was used to taking from the money bag and blah, blah, blah. In other words, he was dishonest. So he was already building in his depravity and his hatred and his evil was building up inside him. What happens towards the end? Satan enters him. Okay. So this is something that I've always wanted to open up and discuss. And it's just amazing because this is Judas wasn't superhuman or he wasn't subhuman or he wasn't an android. He was a human just like we are. So if that stuff can happen to him, it can happen to other humans throughout history and even right among us. The Bible says that people that become depraved, the people that are set for judgment are people who live according to their belly, right? They live according to their passions, their passions. And what are your passions? Are your passions to feed the poor? Or what are your passions? Your passions to do good, to, to live, to benefit for the comfort of seniors or older? No. Is it for money? Is it for lust? Is it for sex? Is it for evil? Is it for violence? What are your passions? What, what are your passions? Is it to eat gluttonous? Is it greediness? Is it for, for money or power? All of these things are considered lusts, right? And it doesn't have to be always in the sexual. But we know that sec in sexuality, these lusts also uh, reside inside of people. So that's what the Bible says. And so in Romans 1, it talks about a person that reaches that type of level of depravity where God, where they're already in judgment. The Bible talks when it opens up and it says, um, when it says, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness. Okay? It's talking about God's punish, punishment. Well, let's read it. I'm going to read it now. Okay? But I'm going to first start from... Um, chapter 16 Romans 1 16 because it's such it's so so much beautiful so much beauty and power so I'm going to go through this real quick and I'm going to zip through this podcast because I what I want to do is I want to open up for a time when I'll have greater time and I'll be able to discuss these things and I'm going to lay out point by point in, in the scriptures for us to be able to think about these things how a one one road to demon possession okay is through man's passions Okay, a road to demon possession is through mental illness. And a man's, a, a person's illicit, I'll say, a person's illicit passions can lead you to a demon possession that is, um, um, that is demonstrated by way of a mental illness. Your minds are now useless, which is what Romans 1 talks about. So let's go at it, okay? Romans, uh, Romans chapter 1, verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Hold on, let me put on my glasses. Romans 1, Romans 1, verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. I'm reading out of the King James. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Okay, now, 
Verse 18, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has already shown it to them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Okay, this is what we're talking about, that we know about God based on all of this he's created. We can develop hypotheses and theories and stupid speculations and false philosophies to make sense of what we see all around us. But we're still without excuse because none of those things comport to sound rationale, sound thinking and God has given us the ability to think to apply reason and sound judgment and discernment so so I hate when this happens I lose my bluetooth okay so let me do this quick because they're looking for me okay so they are without excuse because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful. This is why thank, thankfulness is so, it, it, unthankfulness is so evil. But became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore God, also gave them up to uncleanliness through the lust of their own hearts. This is the passion I was talking about. To dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause, God gave them up to vile affections. He gives them up to what they want, to their, their own desires. For even their women to change the natural use into that which is against nature. <laughs> Lesbianism is unnatural. There it is. And likewise, also the men leaving the, the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one to get toward another. Men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind. Once again, God is giving them over to themselves, to a reprobate mind, a useless mind, a mind that is of no use anymore, to do things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, conceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, Proud boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents without understanding, covenant breakers without natural affection, implacable, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do them, but have pleasure in them that do them. Okay, that was Romans 1. Okay, so where's my music? Come on, man. Why does this turn off? Okay, um, I guess it's not continuous. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that, there you have it. it the, the mind goes so buck wild that now you lose your mind 
And we know that as mental illness. We know that the way a person thinks, their worldview, can lead a person into um, can lead a person into irrationality. Have, have, have we seen the way radical leftists uh, react? Do we see the way they act? People say they're bizarre. I, I won't be the only one to say that some of them are absolutely crazy when they behave in like irrational behaviors, dialogue, tolerance flies out the window, but yet they're the, the world's greatest projectors, to use a psychology term, and say that people who believe in objective truth are the intolerant. But it's quite the quite the opposite. They're they're very good at projecting what they are onto others. Excuse me. What the? So, what we see is a person's way of thinking. The Bible says that the way the, the way you think that's the the person that you are. As you think, that's how who, that's how you are. That's who you are. Okay, and so. What we understand is that some of this irrational thinking that ends up being godlessness, which is the foundation of which is pretty much the road within secularism, the godlessness opens people up to all these other type of philosophies. Okay, we understand all of these. These things, there's no such thing as, okay, now I don't believe in God. Now I have nothing. I have uh, cobwebs and uh, tumbleweeds in my brain and in my heart. No, there's no such thing as that. When you when you take out God, when you when you try to remove God, what you put in there is all other sorts of philosophical nonsense thinking that is contrary to your own mental health your own physical health, your own mental health, the health of a society, of a community, of a family, of a nuclear family, it's destructive and self-imploding. It's completely contradictory. And so you leave yourself open to demon possession. We've seen these videos online. We see the way these people act. It's not just the blue hair. It's, it's, it's bizarro. It's bizarro acting, and it doesn't it, it doesn't always manifest in foaming at the mouth. Look at the policies that the left are pushing today. Okay, this whole defund the police thing, where they tell you they care about people, and yet they're they're the ones bearing the flags for the culture of death. Okay, and 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 pushing more and more abortion at and at a later stage in life okay we see where the world is going and some some people who are secular and some people who are more liberal i mean not as leftists are recognizing this too bill maher believe it or not comes out the person who hates religion who hates christianity has to be able to say you know wow you know the and he, and he recognizes the differences between far leftism and liberal thinking you've got still many out there that aren't as far gone why because this has to do with a grace that god allows upon people we know that evil is a gr- is a grace of god 
We know that the grace of God works in very peculiar ways. You can have an alcoholic parent that produces someone who is anti-alcoholic while producing a sibling who gets caught up in alcohol, right? So, um, so I mean, we, we see these things. We see these things all the time. These are things um, uh, that with the policies that we see, this whole um, defund the police. But at the same time, they, they're becoming more and more uh, advocates for lawlessness. They're trying to ban in Massachusetts. They're trying to elect a uh, uh, what do you call that? The, the, the lawyer, the head lawyer there. The AG, they call him the AG. The, the assistant, the district attorney, the DA. This, I think they're trying to vote in a district attorney that literally is against a bunch of laws that have to do with protecting, um, to, to have to do with protecting um, uh, uh, civilians and citizens in their, in their neighborhoods. It's outrageous. It's really, 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 really crazy. Anyway, I got to cut this short, but I want to announce that I'm going to open up. I'm going to open this up in another conversation when I have more time. Unfortunately, I don't have time right now. Uh, I may maybe do this as an official podcast on Anchor. My Anchor podcast is uh, FM Anchor.fm slash True News 365. Um, I may post more. Um, uh, ch- you can check out uh, truenews365.com. I'm on IG and uh, Facebook and on YouTube. You can check out podcasts and videos on there as well. Um, and, and basically, if you are a Christian, if you are a born-again be- born believer in Christ Jesus, let's connect. Um and and uh, let me know who you are. Contact me any which way you can, and I will promote your work, provided you are a sound believer in the faith. And in the last days, we see what's happening in the last day. Lawlessness will abound. The love of many will grow cold. That's what we're seeing. This is this is this is we're living in the last days, and the the the, the Lord, the Holy Spirit, is allowing the doors to be cracked open little by little and this this these this demon possession is happening and many of them are in washington the fact that anybody could possibly think that defunding the police in our in our in our high echelons of office it, the only thing you can imagine is they're just being they're just demon possessed i'm sorry you know defund the police but at the same time uh, uh, decriminalize crime and that's what you're seeing it's like they want a complete meltdown of society law and order just flies out the window there's there's only one way to understand it a rational thinking what, what do you think this makes absolutely no sense look at those major cities run by these people they, they look like ghost towns there's no businesses there's no flourishing of humanity in them it's it's just um, de- you know Satanism run amok, demonism, and so this is what I'm talking about. That wrong thinking 
which is godless thinking will lead certain people to mental illness to demon possession which uh um manifests in mental illness in the pro we know that secularism is it causes uh a a thinking of what do you call that a nihilistic thinking and why shouldn't it when it's secular and it's based on a lot of materialistic and uh natural um uh thinking naturalistic thinking where they believe that we came from nothing we were once apes uh, monkeys and all of this stuff leads to suicide all of this leads to depressions anxieties when you don't make when you don't have the rest of god understanding that the war is over between you and your god and that god is in charge of it all then you when you don't fear god you end up fearing everything else you fear everything else because you don't have your faith fixed on god almighty okay so that being said uh the next podcast i want to get into is uh what i want to title christian socialism there are people that somehow believe that um that the new testament that the book of acts discusses it establishes what looks like socialism and i and i and i and i'm preparing a uh, a talk for that which completely blows that out of the water i mean it's absolutely absurd when you think to think about it if anything um i don't i wouldn't i i wouldn't argue that uh capitalism that christianity promotes capitalism but i will say that many attributes of capitalism are found within holy scripture and a lot of it has was influenced um our capitalist system was influenced by uh biblical understanding in uh a judeo-christian uh philosophy but socialism no way you're not going to find it there uh there's a lot of misreading a lot of elementary um uh dissecting of scripture and um eisegesis instead of proper exegesis of scripture when 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 they quote these things and it's a product of of wokeism uh creeping up into the churches so i want to get further into that and uh i want you to look out for it whether it's on an official anchor podcast or if i lay it down here on stereo first i still don't know but um remember we're living in the last days you must assemble uh reach out to your brothers and sisters in the faith um start setting up and tightening up you know your communities because uh things are moving and shaking and for those who aren't looking out um we must be praying we must be fasting we must be on our knees growing calluses on our knees reaching out to the lord and seeking for strength for for tomorrow because you know there's a lot going on all around us I and mean, your pond might be you know you may not be seeing ripples in your pond but all around us there's craziness going on all over the world and uh the lord is coming he's on his way and he's coming uh to take he's coming for his bride and he's coming to judge and to set the record straight okay until next time this is true news 365 love you Talk to you soon. Seek his face. Take care.